St. Patrick's Day week, a special Irish NFL show, Colin Cronenbrand, Larry Michael McQuinn, joined by the King of Harp uh, with descendants from Antrim. It's only fitting that we welcome Mr. Adam Rank back to the Irish NFL show. Adam, Falsha, good day. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Happy to know, number one, that they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. There's some Americans who act like it's not an Irish holiday, and I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't care for you. I am going to be spending my St. Patrick's Day weekend because it's a full, you know, it's a four-day banger now. Because on a Thursday is the best day that it could be on. Because uh, when it's on a Wednesday, they kind of uh, you got to come back to work. When it's on Thursday, they they rightfully know everybody's calling in sick anyways. So just give us the day off. We're gonna do our thing over the over in the United States. We have this thing called March Madness, and it's college basketball. And I'm on the West Coast, so we start drinking at 9 a.m. and it's glorious. We're gonna golf. We're gonna do a bunch of different things, but most importantly, I'm on with you guys. This is the highlight of my St. Patrick's week by far. Adam, thanks so much, and I, I can't ask you about your heritage because you already told us the last time, and I have to tell you now. I regret you forgot, that. didn't you? No, no, I believe me, I know. I was just going to tell you now, I literally w drove past an off-license or liquor store, as you call them, three times today. I was going to get a harp. I was going to open it on the show, and I just, I forgot. But Colin, maybe you want to lead off with an actual NFL style question. But Adam, I'm sorry. I just, I want okay. to. Just... Well, well, Adam, I, the our government must have read your mind because they gave us a public holiday on the Friday in, rec in recognition of it. But um, I, from from the St. Patrick's Day campaign to a campaign I had launched on, on this show, which was Free the Chicago One, because I felt that Alan Robinson was so hard done by for so, so many years. And I guess a lot of that came came down to Matt Nagy and uh, Matt Nagy doing Matt Nagy things. But that's that's gone now. That the Bears are free of Matt Nagy and uh, new head coach. But Alan Robinson is is somewhat at, at a crossroads. And I suppose yeah. I'm just interested in in your take, kind of looking at the Robinson side of things. What d does he come back? If he does come back, what kind of role does he have? What what are we going to see from the the Bears, or what do you hope to see from the Bears? Well, I still believe that Allen Robinson is an elite level wide receiver. And I think with the market being shrunk with the signings of obviously the, the franchise tags for Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Michael Gallup is expected to be extended. There's really not a lot of great wide receivers out there. So any team that needs wide receiver help, Allen Robinson is probably the best one available who will be hitting the market. And to me, I think it's important for the Bears to be able to bring him back. But I completely understand Allen Robinson's point of view. I am going to support him wherever he goes, unless it's the Green Bay. But I'm going to support him. Like, if he decides, you know, he's 28 years old, he's, this is his last big contract, if some team is going to be out there throwing an awful lot of money at him, I'm not going to be upset if he does what's best for him and his family, gets a, a life-altering contract, that's fine. If he wants to go play for a winner, if he wants to go play for the Buffalo Bills, New England would actually be a pretty nice job or pretty nice spot for him as well. Again, that's going to be fine. I think the only place I think we're pretty positive he's not going to play is Kansas City. That's where Matt Nagy is. So I'm selfishly, I would love for him to be a member of the Chicago Bears. Realistically, I'm not sure that's going to happen. 
but ultimately I'm going to support him. And I think that he's done a great job for the Chicago bears. Last year was last year. I would never hold that against anybody. So I'm hopeful and that perhaps they could bury the hatchet and bring him back for another year or two. Adam, the Lions keep coming up in storylines as a team that are going to make a run at him, which is quite a surprise. <laughs> so he would be looking for a better team. Last year, when you were on, he said, I don't care what the Bears give away, move up in the draft, get a quarterback. They did exactly yeah. that. Watching brief in this draft this year, 12 months on, are you happy with the selection? Yeah, I mean, we would have liked to have had more clarity on what exactly we have with Justin Fields. If you think about the Chargers, you know, after Justin Herbert's rookie season, you knew he was a generational talent. Like, he's a great quarterback. He's going to be a star in this league. I still believe that Justin Fields is going to be that way. But we didn't get enough tangible evidence last year because of Matt Nagy. We didn't get, you know, he didn't get a full, you know, offseason or, you know, a full sense of working out. He didn't get to work with the ones. He didn't get a lot of opportunity. They didn't really scheme for what he does well. This is going to be the first chance to see what Justin Fields truly can do. The investment that they made in, that they made for him, absolutely worth it. If you look at the picks right now, I know the Bears would have the number seven overall selection. That'd be fun. But I don't think that there's anybody right now that we're going to be kicking ourselves for not drafting, or at least not compared to Justin Fields. So to me, I just look at it like Justin Fields is our first round draft pick this season. I'm very comfortable with that. I think that we have a new organ we have a new regime within the organization that's putting an emphasis on building around their quarterback. They've got an offensive coordinator that wants to build to his strengths. So going back to what I said a year ago, I'm glad the Bears followed my advice there. And I'm glad that to be having uh, this conversation with Justin Fields as a starting quarterback. Adam, uh, I, I don't want to be the guy to do this, but you woke up on Tuesday morning. You see the Packers and Rogers news. I mean, look here, a lot of us are buzzing because they're coming to London and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Happy days. But uh, are, are you just happy the whole saga is over now or were you hoping he was gone or, or what's the crack there? I was pretty confident he was going to return. I didn't think that there was any chance, especially after how well he played last season, that there was going to be any way that he would leave Green Bay. He's no dummy. He can read the room. Like he looks at the situation that Russell Wilson is walking into out in Denver. That's, I mean, you're you're walking into a division that has Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and Derek Carr is a very good quarterback too. Those are four great teams. You got a very tough AFC, the Bengals getting better the patriots are still going to be in the mix buffalo's there one of those teams in it like you know the the browns are not as bad as they finished last season tennessee is very tough aaron Rodgers smartly decided to stay with the green bay packers because he understands the landscape look at the quarterbacks that he has to compete with now who are the best quarterbacks in the nfc matt stafford who whose team will be coming off a playoff hangover or super bowl hangover you got Kyler Murray, you got Dak Prescott, who are fine. But Aaron Rodgers now has an even easier path to the playoffs. And if he can somehow avoid playing the Tampa Bay, or excuse me, the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs, he's got a really nice, a really nice little little walkway. You know, like when they when you go walk to the pub and they've got the little lighted stones to make sure that everything, like, oh, they got everything lit for you. It's perfect. You would have to take a really big, you'd have to be a big buffoon 
who would take a big stumble. So I think Aaron Rodgers made the right choice. And you know what? We've had to deal with him forever. So it makes no difference. Like if you've had a if you've had a terrible neighbor for 15 years and they're still there, you're like, well, my life is pretty much the same. We've had to deal with this before. I've come to deal with it. But the one thing that I will add is that I'm very comfortable with the selections the Bears made at general manager and at head coach, building that team the proper way. And eventually, you know, 2018, the Bears knocked off the Green Bay Packers with Mitch Trubisky as their starting quarterback. Who says it can't happen again? So I'm good with it. And honestly, as a competitor, I'd rather be the one that closes the door on Aaron Rodgers as opposed to the other way, other, other way around. So Adam, maybe from from one neighbor to to another, the the factory of sadness in Detroit, and uh, da- Dan Campbell is doing his best to um, you know I guess um, get it going with with all the caffeine that uh, he ingests uh, himself, and uh, I, you know I can only imagine the amount of uh, Starbucks truck that are rolling yeah. from Michigan. But talk talk to us as a as a a Bears fan, but as somebody who you know is very familiar with the NFC North, are there are there are there signs of life in Detroit? Are there green shoots? Yeah, what is it like? Dan Campbell is floating off the three C's: caffeine, Copenhagen, and creatine. Like, look at him; he's all yoked and everything, and it's fun. Like, he's fun for the NFL. Like, he's an interesting character. Do I believe that this Lions team is any closer? to competing for an NFC North division title, let alone the NFC championship than they were 12 months ago. No, I don't know. Like it's cool. Like it's great theater. I think that we need teams like the lions though. Like whenever you watch a show, you're watching AEW, you know, for every Chris Jericho, you got to have a jobber to put somebody over. Like they can't wrestle a broom. You know what I'm saying? So it's good. Like the lions have their nice little role. You're one of the NFL jobbers. Every once in a while, we'll throw you a bone. You can make a playoff appearance here and there. But ultimately, you're here to serve. So when people want to see the Green Bay Packers play or whatever, or they got to find an opponent, why not the Lions? And, uh, again, I, I have no I have no uh, hope for them. Jared Goff is still their quarterback. They're going to – that's still a thing. Like, it's just one of those things like, oh, you guys are still doing that? It's like, I don't know. Like, one of your friends is trying to make, like, some, some word happen. Like, when I – when the pandemic started, I uh, I tried to get people to say pan, refer to it as the pandy, like oh the pandy is really taking a hold. Never really caught on, obviously. Similarly, I feel like the Lions and Dan Campbell and Jared Goff never really caught on. Like we're not there yet. Like no, I don't know. I mean, it's there. They're gonna play games apparently, but I don't expect anything out of them. Adam, we we were in LA for the Super Bowl, and it was the first time I heard someone say. Brady's not done. He's coming back, and I just laughed at it. But as the weeks have gone on, the story keeps keeps hanging around. I hope he does come back. I hope we get a Brett Favre saga come the summer, like we did back in away. Do you think he's going to come back, or do you think it's just the story Brady trying to keep his name out there? Essentially, I don't know that he needs his name out there. I think people talk about him enough, but it would be fun to see him replace Jimmy Garoppolo. In San Francisco. I mean, it wouldn't be fun, you know, as a team, as a guy who roots for a team in the NFC, like that would be disappointing. But I think that the last two teams that have defeated the Green Bay Packers have been the 49ers and the Buccaneers. And now if they combined forces, 
Like Aaron Rodgers might actually retire. That might actually drive Aaron Rodgers to retirement. There, there's where he could be like, you know what, this isn't worth it to me. I um, I would love to see it. Like I, there was no indication that Tom Brady was not going to play football this season. I mean, how big of a jerk does does Bruce Arians have to be that nobody wants to play for him? Like maybe, maybe he is that way. Um, it's disappointing. I want to see one of our one of our best players out there on the field. I still don't buy it. And I know that they Bruce Arians is talking about, we'd never trade him or whatever and, and any of that stuff. But I think ultimately it's not up to Bruce Arians. And if, you know, that if Tom Brady wanted to return to the NFL, I think he would, could approach uh, the Buccaneers management and be like, look, I won you guys a Super Bowl. I think that you can afford me the opportunity to go out there and play for my boyhood team or wherever he would want to go. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we've seen the last of Tom Brady. I think that uh, we're going to have somebody camp. Maybe it'll be me. Maybe they'll send me out to go camp in front of Tom Brady's house to give reports. Like, yep, Tom Brady's still here. Not been traded yet. Back to you in the studio, MJ. DoorDash delivery for Tom Brady. Just reporting him <laughs> on the onset. Um, yeah, here, like you're talking about the AEW, I think JR would go crazy if uh, if Tom Brady, if the Tom Brady news hit during the draft. But like, that That's Rogers. Tom Brady's music. <laughs> he's here he's here um i ah, here adam first off like this whole russell wilson situation this week nfl fantasy live on sky sports nfl in ireland in the uk during the season you know it was lads i'm sitting up going i might go to bed here i might go to bed and adam rank sitting in his chinos is is is, is, is sitting there chilling talking fancy football at 11 o'clock at night i'm going i'll stay up for a bit noah fans jerry judy seahawks broncos Judy and the potential now for his fantasy. I know we're it's early. Yeah. Um, it's it's early. It's March. It's March. But it, his fantasy. I know he's obviously a big prospect, but his fantasy outlook now surely goes massively up going into the season. One hundred percent. Like you saw how well he played with Drew Locke as his starting quarterback. Russell Wilson will just take that to another level. Now I know there's just going to be the 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 annoyance of having Cortland Sutton there as well. They're going to want to run the football with Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. We're probably not going to see him go out and put Devontae Adam numbers out there. Maybe not Cooper Cup quite numbers. But I really do believe that he's going to be a valuable wide receiver in fantasy this season. I love him as a prospect coming into the league. Now we're going to get to fully see him uh, with a credible quarterback. And I had him in Dynasty, so I could not have been more thrilled. And so uh, I'm excited. I think that he will end up being one of the best, like regarded as one of the best receivers in the league. When we're talking about guys like, you know, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill. I think that, you know, the impact Stephon Diggs had a couple of years ago when he was traded to the Buffalo Bills. It's like that, you know, he, he can go out there and just greatly improve his situation just by being traded or just by having Russell Wilson traded to him. The only question is, how how far does he jump up draft boards? You know, because it, it it really like Devontae Adams will be number one, Cooper Cup will be number one, or one of those two guys. It'll be between those two. Where do you go? Do you go Jerry Judy or Tyree Kill? Like they're that's a conversation at this point. Justin Jefferson, like Jamar Chase, like what? Where does he fall? So it's it's going to be interesting to see how his average draft position rises. This year, I think he could end up going as the wide receiver three. So uh, that's clearly going to be something that we monitor in the in the next couple of months. 
Well, Adam, I suppose looking at, you know, wide receivers and um, we, you know, Seattle obviously moving on from Russell, moving on from one, one of the great linebackers in Bobby Wagner, potentially a rebuild, who knows? You tweeted about one of their uh, wide receivers er earlier this week, asking what would it take to, to get Tyler Lockett to, to Chicago? Um, we, you know, we love stories on the Irish NFL show. Are are the Seahawks in 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 a full rebuild? Could we, could we see somebody get a you know really go all out and have a, a tag team duo and AEW of uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett on another team? Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool just to trade for the pair. Like we'll take both of them. I would love to see that. I'm curious to see what the price would be for one of them. And the reason I mentioned Tyler Lockett was number one the bears really do need somebody who can stretch the field and i know that dk metcalf can do that as well but i would really love to see them try to go out there and try to acquire them and see what what the price would be and i to me i was thinking tyler lockett because the price would be cheaper you know what i'm saying like when you go somewhere you're what's on sale like well you know you don't like i don't want to pay full price for something dk metcalf because of his age and his ability probably would draft, like take a high draft pick, one that the Bears either, number one, don't have or wouldn't be willing to give up. Tyler Lockett, to me, seems a little bit more like, come on, be cool. Give us a better discount. Like, this is not this is not a day – this is not a day one guy. This might not even be a day two guy. Like, what do you – do you just need to clear space? You want to get rid of guys? You want to go full rebuild? Because you, you can't credibly look at the Seattle Seahawks right now and think that they're going to be competitive. And so you have to start wondering, hey, look, are you getting rid of everybody? Are the fixtures going? Like Bed Bath & Beyond in Huntington Beach here is uh, going out, like they're closing the store. You can go by, the, go by a light bulb hanging off the ceiling. The fixtures are going. Is that what's happening in Seattle? Or are they trying to hold on to some of their inventory? So to me, I think it would be worth the conversation to go see if he would be available and I think that Ryan Poles and I'm sure plenty of other GMs, I'm sure New England and all the, anybody who needs a wide receiver, Kansas City, all these teams are probably in a mix. So I don't know. Hopefully the price isn't too much, but I would at least inquire, ask what the price is. Adam, um, this is pre-recorded, obviously, and the Bears have just made a trade in real time. Um, Khalil Mack has just been traded to the Chargers. Stop it. Oh. No. I swear right, to God. Right, Rapp, right Rapp now. The, like literally seconds ago. So Ian Rappaport has just announced it. And I had to double check his page because we got burned on that earlier in the week. I know. You got to be careful. But yeah, Rappaport, Schefter, both, both saying it. A prime draft pick compensation. So you might be back in the first round after all. Hey, maybe we um, are in the maybe first not, round. Maybe second round. Khalil Mack. What? Oh, my God. Any initial thoughts or is, is it too early, Adam, to even? What a time to take it. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> I could have left it. it. I'm, uh, no, it's good. No, because I wouldn't want to ruin your show that way. Hey, listen, this will be my real time. Uh, my real time. Listen, uh, I've just recorded a bunch of podcasts with people. Uh, over the next couple of days. Uh, I mean, the sick podcast we just dropped. Um, I mean, we're going to be dropping tonight. We're not even going to talk about, be able to talk about Khalil Mack. So I'll probably have to get back and, and do one tomorrow. Um, 
Second on the sex front. Second on the sex. Yep. I don't even know if that was really. I don't know. A second round pick. I would have liked the opportunity to go back and see Khalil work with Ryan Poles or Matt Everflus in that defense and have two guys like Robert Quinn and like Khalil Mack. But at some point, you know, you got to start, you got to start building for the future. And if you can go out there and get a second round pick for him, you know, it is what it is. I think selfishly, you know, for people who want to win football games right now, you want to see your best players out there. Khalil Mack certainly tracks that way. We wanted him back. We wanted him fully healthy and ready to go. But you know what? If somebody's given up a second round pick for Khalil Mack, that's the thing. Like if Khalil Mack, if you were doing an NFL draft right now, where where does he rank amongst the top? And if it's the Chargers second round pick, you know, that's later in the draft. Well, they didn't make the playoffs. So that's top 50. Is Khalil Mack a top 50 player in the NFL right now? I mean, that's what you have to ask yourself. So, of a lot of injuries, not as not hasn't been as productive. I think that, um, you know what, I, I guess I got to trust the process. This isn't necessarily what I wanted, um, but you got to trust the process. And so uh, I'm a little disappointed. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little disappointed. I would have loved to have seen Eberflus given an opportunity. And I wonder how much of this stems from the fact that Aaron Rodgers is back. The NFC North's not going to be as wide open as it would have been had he, you know, retired and Jordan Love was going to be the quarterback for the um for the deals there for the Packers. So it'll be, you know, it's sad to see these kind of trades happen. Now my phone's blowing up. So here we go. Um <laughs> it is listen, it's again, I want to really believe in this process. And if this Bears team ultimately is going to be back to a championship caliber platform that we want them to be. You know, you think because Eberflus kind of tracks the same way as uh, as Lovey Smith. And if we're going to build that kind of team, we need more players. And that's just the reality of the situation. The second round pick is a pretty good pick. The, the sixth round pick is kind of a bonus. But all right, two seconds now to go in there, add a couple of wide receivers, wide receiver and a tackle. You know, this is a draft that really lends itself to, uh, to allowing the Bears to replenish some of the the positions they're deficient at. So I don't know. As a fan, I um as a fan of Khalil Mack, I'm bummed out. But you know, as somebody who understands the business of football, sometimes you got to make these tough decisions. And I'm gonna give Ryan Poles the benefit of the doubt here. And uh let's go. Adam, just just to finish off, I I can't believe that happened when we're doing this. We'll, we'll put that on social media for the crack after this for for a quick reaction. But please do, like, yeah. Paddy's Day, right? Uh, just finally, obviously, thank you so much for your time. You've been very generous to us on the show previously and just on social media and everything. Have you any St. Patrick's Day traditions? We just asked James Palmer. He's got an Irish friend who cooks some cabbage. Uh, can you better that? A six-pack of harp or what's the... I wear an orange shirt, which really annoys people. <laughs> Is that bad? Oh, That's just, the best thing I've heard. It's, in the it's show amusing. It's amusing. It's it's very it's very uh, it's very on brand, Adam. I feel. Yeah. So I will. Uh, well, you know, because uh, you know the the flag has got three colors. Um, I will be golfing. Yeah, I'll be golfing on Wednesday, wearing an orange shirt. It is uh, one of my traditions to do. And then I had a 
I had a Catholic boss one time who got legitimately upset. Like almost like almost an HR type. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm I'm Protestant. Like, there's no reason I can't do that. First, now I'm offended. So I am the guy, and nobody and nobody thinks twice about it. You go to an American pub, like nobody, nobody thinks twice about it. But I will do it. And uh, you know, as a Presbyterian, that's what we, you know, makes my mom happy. So uh, but I'll be playing golf this week. Is that bad? You should just no, stick how, much, how, how much heat am I going to get? Are people going to hate me on Twitter? I, I think this is it's it's fantastically diverse, and I think it's fantastic, and people are going to love it for, from Belfast to Cork. And uh, Adam, yeah, I, you're, you're a legend. Adam, just stick a bear's I, stick a bear's pin on it, and no one no one will take anything. That's anything. you know what I think that's that happens a lot because my alma mater, Cal State Fullerton, we are orange and blue, and you know it's March Madness, and I'm a lot of times I'm wearing a Cal State Fullerton t-shirt that's just orange and people are like don't think about it but there's there's been people who come up to me at uh, like a place that's called the Harp in Costa Mesa and this lady walked up she's like I know what you're doing and I don't know that I appreciate it and I said no I'm not saying anything I'm just just sitting there in an orange shirt Good. Uh, you should tell her you're a Ricky Fowler tribute uh, act. It's my Ricky Fowler? I'm a big Fowler guy. That, you know what? That's a thing. Like, people will be like, they will say more, uh, they will say more, yeah, like, you know, I love Rory. I love Graham McDowell. I, uh, you know, more people will be, uh, I don't know. They think that it's a Ricky Fowler thing more than anything, especially if I'm golfing, or it's just a sports thing. Bears, Cal State Fullerton. You guys, now I'm scared. No, it's good. Here, here, Adam, to finish it off, we will take you to the Bushmills Distillery at some point in Antrim. That's the thing. I drink Bushmills and not Jameson. So well, we, are, we are equal opportunities. You can, you can have, 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 one, have one of each. Come, come, actually, to, come to Ireland, wear your orange, and we'll go drinking. Listen, Jameson is brilliant, though. It's good. Like, I don't. I'm just having fun. Adam, uh, a very, very happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you for coming on, for your support, for everything. And thank you for, for breaking. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to go. My daughter's being left. I'll blame, I'll blame uh, Khalil. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Adam. Thanks, but I uh, thank you, guys.